Hi, this is Teacher Jeka of Lakambini Elementary School welcoming you to our podcast lectures on basic math tutorials. Fractions is quite difficult to understand, most especially to those who hate mathematics. That is why I'm here to guide you understand the concept of operations of fractions. After this podcast lecture, guys, I'm expecting that you will be able to multiply simple fractions and mix fractions. So, come on, let's discover the world of fractions. Remember, guys, that in order to multiply simple fractions and mix fractions, we have to follow these steps. First, change mixed numbers into improper fractions. Second, if the numerator and denominator have common factors, cancellation method can be used. Thus, if it's not, multiply the numerators together and then the denominators together. And lastly, always reduce the answer to lowest term. Now, let's consider this example. Multiplying two-thirds and one and three-eighths. So, applying these steps in multiplying fractions, again, I'll repeat, we want to multiply two-thirds and one and three-eighths. So, let's go back to the concept of multiplying fractions. So, applying these steps in multiplying fractions, we have to change mixed fractions into improper fractions so that 1 and 3 eighths in is equal to 11 over 8. How did we get 11 over 8? I'll repeat. We have to change mixed fractions into improper fractions so that 1 and 3 eighths is equal to 11 over 8. So, we get 11 over 8 by multiplying the whole number 1 and denominator 8 that gives us 8, adding 8 to the numerator 3 whose sum is 11. Then, copy its denominator. Second, identify if we can use our cancellation method by checking if there are common factors to 2 thirds and 11 eighths. I'll repeat, identify if we can use our cancellation method. That is our second step. That is by checking if there are common factors to 2 thirds and 11 eighths. In this case, 2 and 8 has common factors. Both are divisible by 2. So, we divide it by 2, while 3 and 11 has no common factors. Again, 2 and 8 has common factors. Both are divisible by 2. So, we divide it by 2, while 3 and 11 has no common factors. From 2 over 3 and 11 over 8, we come up with 1 over 3 and 11 over 4. Lastly, we multiply the numerators together and denominators together. That is the third step. 
1 times 11 is equal to 11 over 3 times 4 is equal to 12. We can no longer reduce our answer to lowest term because 11 over 12 is already in simplest form. Can you follow? Very good! I hope you can follow our lecture. Wow, that's great! So why don't you get another sheet of paper and pen and try to solve this activity for your mastery? Let's start! Number 1. Multiply 1 over 2 and 2 and 1 over 4. Multiply 1 over 2 and 2 and 1 over 4. Number 2. 3 over 5 times 1 and 2 over 3. 3 over 5 times 1 and 2 over 3. Number 3. 2 and 1 over 4 times 2 over 3. 2 and 1 over 4 times 2 over 3. I hope you are now ready. Let's check your answers. Are you now ready? Hey, that's great! The answer in problem number 1 is 1 and 1 over 8. The answer in problem number 1 is 1 and 1 over 8. The answer in problem number 2 is 1. The answer in problem number 2 is 1. And the answer in problem number 3 is 1 and 1 over 2. The answer in problem number 3 is 1 and 1 over 2. Do we have the same answers? Wow, that's awesome! Congratulations guys! You did a great job! I feel that you are enjoying answering our problems. By the way, how do we multiply fractions by mixed fractions again? How do we multiply simple fractions by mixed fractions? Exactly! So we have to go back to the steps. The first step is change mixed number into improper fractions. Again, that is change mixed numbers into improper fractions. Second, if the numerator and denominator have common factors, cancellation method can be used. Thus, if it's not Multiply the numerators together and then the denominators together. Again, 
The second step is if the numerator and denominator have common factors, cancellation method can be used. Thus, if it's not, multiply the numerators together and then the denominators together. And then finally, reduce the answer to lowest term. So, that ends our discussion for today. Thank you for patiently listening. I hope you learned a lot. For more updates of our podcast lectures, please don't forget to follow me in my Facebook account. It's Castillo J. And don't forget to like and share my podcast episodes. Once again, this is Podcaster Teacher Jeka. Goodbye and have a wonderful day. Good day, dear young astronomers. How are you today? We may not bring you to school due to pandemic, but we will bring you safe at home with an exciting way to learn. So, sit back, relax, and lend me your ears. I am your teacher podcaster, Teacher Jeka of the Kambini Elementary School. Together, Let's welcome the new challenges of the new normal as we embark and make smooth sails in our science subject. Come on, let's explore the world of science. Now, I will let you listen to a song that I'm going to sing to you. Later on, I am expecting that all of you will be able to answer the follow-up questions. So are you ready children? Very good. So the title of the song is Planet Song by yours truly, Jake C. Bautista. I know the planets, how about you? I know the planets, how about you? I know the planets, how about you? Let's say the names together. Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars, Jupiter and Saturn among the stars, Uranus, Neptune are up there too, all spin in space, it is true. Everything goes around the sun, spinning, spinning everyone, the Earth is ours, it's number three, its atmosphere is right for me. Do you like the song, children? What is the song all about? Very good! The song is all about the planets in the solar system. How many planets that are being mentioned from the song? Exactly! The planets that are being mentioned were 8 planets. They are Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. How do they move around the sun? 
That's right. They move or spin around the sun. Don't you know, children, that the word planet comes from the Greek word planetai, which means wandering, since they are always moving around the sun at different rates. These planets are classified into two groups, namely terrestrial and jovian or gas giant planets. They are differ in their distance from the sun, size, temperature, and composition. They even differ in color. Do you have any idea about the characteristics of these planets? Which do you think is the largest or biggest planet among them? In order for you to come up with the correct answers, I will discuss to you today the different characteristics of each planet. So, let's explore first the four terrestrial planets. We have the planet Mercury. Mercury is the first and smallest and the nearest planet to the Sun. It has an average distance of 58 million kilometer from the sun. Its equatorial diameter is 4,880 kilometers. It is very hot in Mercury during daytime and very cold during nighttime. It has no moons or satellites and has a very thin atmosphere of hydrogen. Mercury takes 59 Earth days to complete its rotation and 88 days to complete one revolution. It is considered the fastest planet. The next terrestrial planet is the planet Venus. Venus is the second planet with an average distance of 108 million kilometers. Take note, the average distance of Venus is around 108 million kilometers from the Sun. Its equatorial diameter is 12,104 kilometers. Aside from the Sun, Venus is the brightest object in the sky and commonly referred as the morning and evening star. It is considered as the twin planet of the Earth because Earth and Venus have about the same size and amount of gravity. It has no moons like Mercury. Venus is known as the hottest planet because its very thick atmosphere is made up of a carbon dioxide. It takes 243 Earth days to complete its rotation and 225 Earth days for its revolution. Venus' rotation is very slow that it only takes nearly two times in a year. The next planet is the planet Earth. Planet Earth is the third planet from the Sun. 
Its average distance from the sun is 149 million kilometers. Its equatorial diameter is about 12,756 kilometers, where one-third part of it is land and two-thirds is water. It is the largest among the terrestrial planets. It is the only living planet where life exists. It is rich in liquid water and atmosphere that supports and allowed life to flourish. Earth has one large moon. It takes 23 hours and 56 minutes and 4 0.2 seconds or 24 hours to be exact to finish its rotation and its revolution for 365 and one-fourth days. Now we proceed to planet Mars. Don't you know class that Mars is the fourth planet with an average distance of 227 million kilometers. Its equatorial diameter is 6,788 kilometers from the sun. It is known as the red planet. The surface appears red-yellow because of iron oxide in the soil and dust that covers most of the planet. Mars has no clouds. It is also known for its volcanoes. The largest volcano is called the Olympus Mons is in Mars. It has water in its atmosphere but not enough to condense and form clouds and rain. Days in Mars are almost the same as on Earth. It rotates 24 hours and 37 minutes and revolves around the sun for 687 days and it has two irregularly shaped moons, the Phobos and Deimos. This time, we shall now proceed to the outer planets that are called Jovian or the gas giant planets. First in the list is the planet Jupiter. Jupiter is the fifth planet with an average distance of 774 million kilometers from the Sun. Its equatorial diameter is about 142,984 kilometers. It is the largest and biggest planet in the solar system. The great mass of Jupiter enables to generate very strong gravitational force, has an ever-changing whirlpool storms known as a great red spot. Its atmosphere is made up of mostly hydrogen and helium. Jupiter has very small, faint dust rings around it. It has 75 moons and four of them were observed by Galileo Galilei and was named Ganymede, the largest moon in the solar system. Io, Europa, and Callisto are the other four moons in Jupiter. <laughs> 
It rotates on its axis for 9 hours and 56 minutes or 10 hours to be exact. And it takes 12 Earth years to achieve its one revolution. Next we have the planet Saturn. Saturn is the sixth planet from the Sun with an average distance of 1.4 billion kilometers. Its equatorial diameter is about 120,536 kilometers. It is known for its extensive and complex ring system. It is the second largest planet but has low density. It is a gaseous planet and its atmosphere is made up of mostly hydrogen and helium. It has at least 53 moons and the largest among them is Titan. It takes 10 hours and 39 minutes to complete one rotation and 29 Earth years for one revolution. Next, we have the planet Uranus. Uranus is the seventh planet with an average distance of 2.9 billion from the Sun. Its equatorial diameter is about 51,118 kilometers. It is considered as ice giants because it is made up of mostly of frozen water, methane, and ammonia. Its atmosphere is made up mostly of hydrogen, helium, and some methane which gives the planets bluish-green in color. Uranus is the only planet that rotates on its sides, causing the sun to be always in a position over one pole of the planets. It has 27 satellites or moons and the largest among them is Titania. It takes 17 hours and 14 minutes to complete its rotation and 84 Earth years for its revolution. And the last Jovian planet is the planet Neptune. Neptune is the 8th planet from the Sun with an average distance of 4.5 billion kilometers. Its equatorial diameter is 49,532 kilometers. It is the farthest planet and the 4th largest planet in the solar system. Its atmosphere is made up of methane which gives bluish green color just like Uranus. It also has dark color storm called Great Dark Spot and has the fastest wind in the solar system. Neptune has six dark rings made up of very fine particles. It has 13 moons and the largest among them is Triton. Neptune takes 16 hours and 6 minutes to complete its one rotation and 165 Earth days to complete its one revolution. Neptune and Uranus are called twin planets because they almost have same size and mass. They also look both bluish-green in color because of the methane gas in their atmosphere. There you have it, the characteristics of the eight planets in the solar system. This time, 
I will give you an activity to test whether you really understood our lesson. For our directions, write true if the statement is correct and false if it's not. Then, identify the word in the statement that made it false. For example, Mercury is the largest planet. Is this statement true or false? Very good, the statement is false. What word that made this false? The word Mercury, because the largest planet in the solar system is Jupiter. Are you ready for the activity, children? Have you bring out your paper and pen? Oh, I think you are all ready now. Now, everybody listen carefully to the following statements. The only planet that can sustain life is Earth. What is your answer for this statement? Very good. The correct answer is true. Next question. The planet in the solar system is classified into three groups. What can you say about this statement? Correct! This statement is false. And what word that made this statement false? That's right! It is the word tree because the planets in the solar system is classified only into two groups. Next question. Mercury is the closest planet to the sun. What do you think it's, is the answer for number three? You got it right. This is a true statement. Next question. Uranus is the farthest planet from the sun. The answer is... For statement number four is what? Very good. It is a false because of the word Uranus. We all know that the farthest planet from the sun is Neptune. And for our final question, planet Jupiter is often referred as the red planet. Is the statement true or false? Correct! It is false again. What is the word that made this statement false? That's right! The word Jupiter because Mars is often referred as the red planet. Wow! Good job, children, for your answers are all correct. So again, how many planets are there in the solar system? That's right! There are 8 planets in the solar system. 
What are the two classifications of the planets? Correct! Terrestrial planets and the Jovian or gas giant planets are the two classifications of the planets in the solar system. Will you describe the characteristics of the terrestrial and Jovian planets? Bright ideas! Yes, the terrestrial planets are the inner planets. They are Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars. These planets are closer to the Sun. They are solid and mostly made up of rocks and metal and have silicate mantle surrounding a metallic core composed mostly of iron. They do not have rings. Among the terrestrial planets, Earth has one large moon. Mars has two moons and Mercury and Venus has none. They have common features such as mountains and volcanoes. While the Jovian or the gas giant planets are the outer planets. They are Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. They are the giants because they are much larger than the terrestrial and are mostly made up of gas, hydrogen, and helium and have small rocky core. All these gas giants have rings and moons. Saturn has the most prominent rings. Aside from being called gas giants, Uranus and Neptune are also called ice giants because their atmosphere composed of water, methane, and ammonia. To sum up, all of these planets are different in their distance from the sun, size, and composition, even the temperature and its color. Oh, it's test time! Let's see if you really understood the lesson. So, get your pens and papers. Are you ready? I think so. So listen carefully to the questions and choose the letter of the correct answer. Just simply write your answer on your paper. First question. Which planet is the smallest, nearest to the sun, and has a shortest period of revolution? A. Neptune B. Mars C. Jupiter D. Mercury. Which planet is the smallest, nearest to the sun, and has a shortest period of revolution? A. Neptune B. Mars C. Jupiter V. Mercury Why Uranus and Neptune bluish in color? A. Because of the presence of methane in their atmosphere. B. Because they are both ice giant planets. C. Because they are gaseous.
the because they both made up of frozen water why uranus and neptune bluish in color a because of the presence of methane in their atmosphere b because they are both ice giant planets c because they are gaseous and letter d because they both made up of a frozen water what do you call to the planet that can sustain life a venus b earth c saturn d jupiter what do you call to the planet that can sustain life a venus b earth c saturn d jupiter which statement is not true about the planets a all the planets have moons and rings b the planets are differ from their distance from the sun temperature size composition and even in color c all the planets have moons and rings d jovian planets are bigger than the terrestrial planets which statement is not true about the planets a all the planets have moons and rings b the planets are differ from their distance from the sun temperature size composition and even in color c all planets have moons and rings d jovian planets are bigger bigger than the terrestrial planets What is the correct order of the planets from the sun? Jupiter, Saturn, Mars, Neptune, Earth, Venus, Mercury, Uranus. B. Earth, Saturn, Mars, Mercury, Earth, Neptune, Uranus, and Venus. C. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Earth, Venus, Mercury, Uranus. D. Saturn, Mars, Neptune, Jupiter, Earth, Venus, Mercury, Uranus. We will check your work in the next episode. Congratulations, children! We made this far. I hope you learned for today's discussion with Teacher Jeka about the characteristics of the planets in the solar system. Be with me again for the next episode. Bye and have a good day, everyone. Good day, dear young astronomers. How are you today? We may not bring you to school due to pandemic, but we will bring you safe at home with an exciting way to learn. So, sit back, relax, and lend me your ears. I am your teacher podcaster, Teacher Jeka of the Kambini Elementary School. Together, 
Let's welcome the new challenges of the new normal as we embark and make smooth sails in our science subject. Come on, let's explore the world of science. Now, I will let you listen to a song that I'm going to sing to you. Later on, I am expecting that all of you will be able to answer the follow-up questions. So are you ready, children? Very good. So the title of the song is Planet Song by yours truly, Jake C. Bautista. I know the planets, how about you? I know the planets, how about you? I know the planets, how about you? Let's say the names together. Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars, Jupiter and Saturn among the stars, Uranus, Neptune are up there too, all spin in space, it is true. Everything goes around the sun, spinning, spinning, everyone. The Earth is ours, it's number three, its atmosphere is right for me. Do you like the song, children? What is the song all about? Very good. The song is all about the planets in the solar system. How many planets that are being mentioned from the song? Exactly. The planets that are being mentioned were eight planets. They are Mercury. Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. How do they move around the sun? That's right! They move or spin around the sun. Don't you know, children, that the word planet comes from the Greek word planetai? which means wandering, since they are always moving around the sun at different rates. These planets are classified into two groups, namely terrestrial and jovian or gas giant planets. They all differ in their distance from the sun, size, temperature, and composition. They even differ in color. Do you have any idea about the characteristics of these planets? Which do you think is the largest or biggest planet among them? In order for you to come up with the correct answers, I will discuss to you today the different characteristics of each planet. So, let's explore First, the four terrestrial planets. We have the planet Mercury. Mercury is the first and smallest and the nearest planet to the sun. It has an average distance of 58 million kilometers from the sun. Its equatorial diameter is 4,880 kilometers. It is 
very hot in Mercury during daytime and very cold during nighttime. It has no moons or satellites and has a very thin atmosphere of hydrogen. Mercury takes 59 Earth days to complete its rotation and 88 days to complete one revolution. It is considered the fastest planet. The next terrestrial planet is the planet Venus. Venus is the second planet with an average distance of 108 million kilometers. Take note, the average distance of Venus is around 108 million kilometers from the Sun. Its equatorial diameter is 12,104 kilometers. Aside from the Sun, Venus is the brightest object in the sky and commonly referred as the morning and evening star. It is considered as the twin planet of the Earth because Earth and Venus have about the same size and amount of gravity. It has no moons like Mercury. Venus is known as the hottest planet because its very thick atmosphere is made up of a carbon dioxide. It takes 243 Earth days to complete its rotation and 225 Earth days for its revolution. Venus' rotation is very slow that it only takes nearly two times in a year. The next planet is the planet Earth. Planet Earth is the third planet from the Sun. Its average distance from the Sun is 149 million kilometers. Its equatorial diameter is about 12,756 kilometers, where one-third part of it is land and two-thirds is water. It is the largest among the terrestrial planets. It is the only living planet where life exists. It is rich in liquid water and atmosphere that supports and allowed life to flourish. Earth has one large moon. It takes 23 hours and 56 minutes and 4.2 seconds or 24 hours to be exact to finish its rotation and its revolution for 365 and one-fourth days. Now we proceed to planet Mars. Don't you know, class, that Mars is the fourth planet with an average distance of 227 million kilometers. Its equatorial diameter is 6,788 kilometers from the Sun. It is known as the Red Planet. The surface appears red-yellow because of iron oxide in the soil and dust that covers most of the planet. 
Mars has no clouds. It is also known for its volcanoes. The largest volcano is called the Olympus Mons is in Mars. It has water in its atmosphere but not enough to condense and form clouds and rain. Days in Mars are almost the same as on Earth. It rotates 24 hours and 37 minutes and revolves around the sun for 687 days and it has two irregularly shaped moons, the Phobos and Deimos. This time, we shall now proceed to the outer planets that are called Jovian or the gas giant planets. First in the list is the planet Jupiter. Jupiter is the fifth planet with an average distance of 774 million kilometers from the Sun. Its equatorial diameter is about 142,984 kilometers. It is the largest and biggest planet in the solar system. The great mass of Jupiter enables to generate very strong gravitational force, has an ever-changing whirlpool storms known as a great red spot. Its atmosphere is made up of mostly hydrogen and helium. Jupiter has very small, faint dust rings around it. It has 75 moons and four of them were observed by Galileo Galilei and was named Ganymede, the largest moon in the solar system. Io, Europa, and Callisto are the other four moons in Jupiter. It rotates on its axis for 9 hours and 56 minutes or 10 hours to be exact and it takes 12 Earth years to achieve its one revolution. Next, we have the planet Saturn. Saturn is the sixth planet from the Sun with an average distance of 1.4 billion kilometers. Its equatorial diameter is about 120,536 kilometers. It is known for its extensive and complex ring system. It is the second largest planet but has low density. It is a gaseous planet and its atmosphere is made up of mostly hydrogen and helium. It has at least 53 moons and the largest among them is Titan. It takes 10 hours and 39 minutes to complete one rotation and 29 Earth years for one revolution. Next, we have the planet Uranus. Uranus is the seventh planet with an average distance of 2.9 billion from the Sun. Its equatorial diameter is about 51,118 kilometers. It is considered as ice giants because it is made up of mostly of frozen water, methane, and ammonia. 
Its atmosphere is made up mostly of hydrogen, helium, and some methane which gives the planets bluish-green in color. Uranus is the only planet that rotates on its sides, causing the sun to be always in a position over one pole of the planets. It has 27 satellites or moons and the largest among them is Titania. It takes 17 hours and 14 minutes to complete its rotation and 84 Earth years for its revolution. And the last Jovian planet is the planet Neptune. Neptune is the eighth planet from the Sun with an average distance of 4.5 billion kilometers. Its equatorial diameter is 49,532 kilometers. It is the farthest planet and the fourth largest planet in the solar system. Its atmosphere is made up of methane, which gives bluish-green color just like Uranus. It also has dark-colored storm called Great Dark Spot and has the fastest wind in the solar system. Neptune has six dark rings made up of very fine particles. It has 13 moons and the largest among them is Triton. Neptune takes 16 hours and 6 minutes to complete its one rotation and 165 Earth days to complete its one revolution. Neptune and Uranus are called twin planets because they almost have same size and mass. They also look both bluish-green in color because of the methane gas in their atmosphere. There you have it, the characteristics of the eight planets in the solar system. This time, I will give you an activity to test whether you really understood our lesson. For our directions, write through if the statement is correct and false if it's not. Then, identify the word in the statement that made it false. For example, Mercury is the largest planet. Is this statement true or false? Very good, the statement is false. What word that made this false? The word Mercury, because the largest planet in the solar system is Jupiter. Are you ready for the activity, children? Have you bring out your paper and pen? Oh, I think you are all ready now. Now, everybody listen carefully to the following statements. The only planet that can sustain life is Earth. What is your answer for this statement? Very good. The correct answer is true. Next question. The planet in the solar system 
is classified into three groups. What can you say about this statement? Correct! This statement is false. And what word that made this statement false? That's right! It is the word tree because the planets in the solar system is classified only into two groups. Next question. Mercury is the closest planet to the sun. What do you think it's, is the answer for number three? You got it right. This is a true statement. Next question. Uranus is the farthest planet from the sun. The answer for statement number four is what? Very good. It is a false because of the word Uranus. We all know that the farthest planet from the sun is Neptune. And for our final question, planet Jupiter is often referred as the red planet. Is the statement true or false? Correct. It is false again. What is the word that made this statement false? That's right, the word Jupiter, because Mars is often referred as the red planet. Wow, good job children for your answers are all correct. So again, how many planets are there in the solar system? That's right, there are eight planets in the solar system. What are the two classifications of the planets? Correct! Terrestrial planets and the Jovian or gas giant planets are the two classifications of the planets in the solar system. Will you describe the characteristics of the terrestrial and Jovian planets? Bright ideas! Yes, the terrestrial planets are the inner planets. They are Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars. These planets are closer to the Sun. They are solid and mostly made up of rocks and metal and have silicate mantle surrounding a metallic core composed mostly of iron. They do not have rings. Among the terrestrial planets, Earth has one large moon, Mars has two moons, and Mercury and Venus has none. They have common features such as mountains and volcanoes. While the Jovian or the gas giant planets are the outer planets. They are Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. They are the 
giants because they are much larger than the terrestrial and are mostly made up of gas, hydrogen, and helium and have small rocky core. All these gas giants have rings and moons. Saturn has the most prominent rings. Aside from being called gas giants, Uranus and Neptune are also called ice giants because their atmosphere composed of water, methane, and ammonia. To sum up, all of these planets are different in their distance from the sun, size, and composition, even the temperature and its color. Oh, it's test time! Let's see if you really understood the lesson. So, get your pens and papers. Are you ready? I think so. So, listen carefully to the questions and choose the letter of the correct answer. Just simply write your answer on your paper. First question. Which planet is the smallest, nearest to the sun, and has a shortest period of revolution? A. Neptune B. Mars C. Jupiter D. Mercury Which planet is the smallest, nearest to the sun, and has a shortest period of revolution? A. Neptune B. Mars C. Jupiter, V. Mercury. Why Uranus and Neptune bluish in color? A. Because of the presence of methane in their atmosphere. B. Because they are both ice giant planets. C. Because they are gaseous. D. Because they both made up of frozen water. Why Uranus and Neptune bluish in color? A. Because of the presence of methane in their atmosphere. B. Because they are both ice giant planets. C. Because they are gaseous. And letter D. Because they both made up of a frozen water. What do you call to the planet that can sustain life? A. Venus B. Earth C. Saturn D. Jupiter What do you call to the planet that can sustain life? A. Venus B. Earth C. Saturn D. Jupiter Which statement is not true about the planets? A. All the planets have moons and rings. B. The planets are different from their distance from the sun, temperature, size, composition, and even in color. C. All the planets have moons and rings. D. Jovian planets are bigger than the terrestrial planets. Which statement is not true about the planets? A. 
all the planets have moons and rings. B. The planets are differ from their distance from the sun, temperature, size, composition, and even in color. C. All planets have moons and rings. D. Jovian planets are bigger than the terrestrial planets. What is the correct order of the planets from the Sun? Jupiter, Saturn, Mars, Neptune, Earth, Venus, Mercury, Uranus. B. Earth, Saturn, Mars, Mercury, Earth, Neptune, Uranus, and Venus. C. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Earth, Venus, Mercury, Uranus. D. Saturn, Mars, Neptune, Jupiter, Earth, Venus, Mercury, Uranus. We will check your work in the next episode. Congratulations, children! We made this far. I hope you learned for today's discussion with Teacher Jeka about the characteristics of the planets in the solar system. Be with me again for the next episode. Bye and have a good day, everyone. Good day, young scientists. I am your teacher podcaster, Teacher Jeka of Lakambini Elementary School, who is very happy to welcome you all to our podcast learning session in Science 6. I hope that you are in your most comfortable seats while listening. How are you today? I am sure that you are all set for today's podcasting session. So, prepare yourselves. Get ready, listen attentively, and enjoy learning. In the previous lessons, you have learned about weather and climate. Now, let's recall what they are. Weather is the condition of the atmosphere at a particular place over a short period of time. It changes from hour to hour and from one day to another. It is influenced by several factors like temperature or the degree of hotness and coldness of the atmosphere, humidity or the moisture content of the atmosphere, and precipitation or the amount of rain falling over a specific area. On the other hand, climate refers to the average weather per pattern of a place over a long period of time, such as months and years. Weather and climate are different from 
season. Seasons such as summer, autumn, winter, and spring occur in some parts of the earth. In the Philippines, we only have two seasons, namely wet season and dry season. In this session, you will learn more about the Philippines' seasons. The seasons in the country are caused by its location on the equator and prevailing winds. Since the Philippines is located just right above the equator, it receives direct heat from the sun throughout the year. This is the reason why we experience relatively high temperature, high humidity, and abundantly rainfall year-round. The sun's heat also speeds the evaporation process in surrounding water bodies. This results to infrequent to frequent rainfall all throughout the country. The northeast monsoon and southeast monsoon also contribute to the seasons in the Philippines. These prevailing winds blow consistently in specific direction and period over particular areas in the country. The first season is wet or rainy season. This takes place from June to November. This is characterized by frequent rainfall which may bring flood to the lowlands. Typhoons often hit the country during these seasons. Since the southwest monsoon or hanging habagat brings warm and moist air, rains become heavier and typhoons get stronger during the wet season. Hanging habagat blows from the southeast portion of the country and causes rains in the western portion of the country. The wet season affects the activities of people. Farmers plant their crops during the season because the abundance of rainwater makes their crops grow quickly. People prefer to serve and eat warm food as well as wear thick and long sleeve clothes. During the wet season, people do most of their activities indoors when going outdoors. They usually bring umbrellas and raincoats. The next season is the dry season which takes place during the months of December to May. This is characterized by less and infrequent rainfall as well as a dusty soil. During this season, some of the crops die due to insufficient supply of water. The dry season is influenced by the northeast monsoon or hanging amihan that brings cool and dry air. Hanging Amihan blows from the northeast portion of the country and causes slight to moderate rainfall in the eastern portion of the country. To help you describe or trail the two seasons in the Philippines, may we have an exercises to do. You have to tell the season being described in the statement. If the statement calls for wet season, you say hap-hap. But if it describes dry season, you say hooray. 
Is that clear, children? Now, let's begin. Many people go to the beaches to cool themselves. What is your answer to this statement? Correct! It is referring to dry season. You have to say, Hooray! Will you say it again? Hooray! Ailments such as influenza, cold, cough, and asthma are getting worsened and triggered. What do you think is the right answer? That's right! It calls for wet season. Come on, let's say, hep hep. Come again. Very good. Classes suspended due to heavy rains. Let's see if you got the correct answer for this statement. If your answer is wet season, then you got it right. So everybody says, hep hep. Say it one more time. Hep hep. Very good. Vendors sell halo-halo, ice candy, and fruit shakes to people who wants to refresh and relieve their bodies from heat. Can you guess the correct answer for this? Wow! Amazing! Yes, it is referring to dry season. You must say, Hooray! Wow! Your perfect scores shows that you really understood the lesson. This time, let us recall again the two seasons in the Philippines. What are they again? Very good! The two seasons in the Philippines are the dry season and the wet season. Will you describe them one by one? That's right! The wet or rainy season is characterized by frequent rainfall which may bring floods to the lowlands. Typhoons often hit the country during this, this season. Southwest monsoon or hanging a habagat brings warm and moist air. Rains become heavier and typhoon get stronger while dry season is characterized by less and infrequent rainfall as well as dusty soil. The dry season is influenced by the northeast monsoon or hanging amihan. Blows from the northeast portion of the country causes slight to moderate rainfall in the eastern portion of the country. Do these seasons affect the lives of people? Yes, it, it has a great effect on health, livelihood, as well as their activities. There are common ailments during the wet season like colds, cough, influenza, and even asthma. During season, dry season, people are susceptible to heat stroke and dehydration. This time, let's have an activity again. Read each question carefully 
and choose the letter of the correct answer. Write your answer on a sheet of paper. How do people dress up during summer? A. People wear boots. B. People wear coats and jackets. C. People use warmers and sweatshirts. V. People wear light and bright colored shirts. How do people dress up during summer? A. People wear boots. B. People wear coats and jackets. C. People use warmers and sweatshirts. D. People wear light and bright color shirts. This activity cannot be done during rainy seasons. This activity cannot be done during rainy season. A. Flying kites. B. Watching television. C. Reading books. D. Aerobatic or aerobic dancing. Which season is the most appropriate time for farmers to prepare their land for planting rice? Which season is the most appropriate time for farmers to prepare their land for planting rice? A. Cold season B. Dry season C. Wet season D. Warm season A. Cold season B. Dry season C. Wet season, the warm season. My salute to all of you children for that excellent performance. This has been your teacher podcaster, Teacher Jeka, leaving this message. The purpose of education is to replace an empty mind with an open one. I hope you will be with me again in the next episode. Thank you and God bless. Bye everyone, have a great days ahead. Hello there my enthusiastic grade 6 learners. Welcome to another fruitful podcast episodes today. I am your teacher podcaster, Teacher Jekka from Nakambina Elementary School. Make yourselves comfortable as we journey to another learning experience. So, come on, let's enjoy this learning session. Kids, may I request you to listen to the sentences that I am going to read to you? First, he danced ballet yesterday. Second, he dances hip-hop today. Third, he will dance folk dance tomorrow. Well, these sentences express an action that happened, happens, and will happen. English has a way to present action just like that using the simple tenses of verbs. Today, we are going to know more about the simple tenses of verbs. Are you ready to learn? Great! Get your pen and paper ready and your ears and eyes steady. All set? I think so. 
There are three simple verb tenses, namely the present, past, and future. The tenses of verbs tell us how an action relates on the flow of time. Simple sentences usually refer to a single action. In general, simple tenses expresses facts and situations that existed in the past, exist in present, and will exist in the future. Like for example, for the past tense, I cleaned or I cleaned my closet yesterday. For the present tense, I clean my bedroom every day. And for the future tense, I will clean my shoe rack later. Here are examples of the tenses of verbs. Analyze it carefully. For the present tense, we have walk or walks, play or plays, cook or cooks. For the past tense, walk, played, cook. For the future tense, will walk, will play, shall cook. Let's use them in a sentence. My sister walks with her dog every day. Group of teenagers played soccer in the field last Saturday. The chef shall cook special adobo tomorrow. What did you observe, class? Right! In present tense, the verb is either be in the base form or S form like walk or walks. And when the time expression is referred to present tense just like every day. In the past tense, ED is added to the base form play, like played, when the time expression that being used is referring to an activity that's already done, just like last Saturday. And the future tense, will or shall, is added before the base form like shall cook when the activity is to be done and the time expression used in the sentence is tomorrow, which is an example for future tense. Did you understand, kids? Great! Oh my, what time is it? Yes, it's test time! Are your pens and papers ready? Oh, you are all ready! Here's what you are going to do. Listen to the sentences that are identify or you listen to the sentences and identify the verb tense use. Defend your answer. My mother wash or wash the clothes yesterday. Can you guess the answer, kids? Very good. Past tense. Because the base form of the verb is added with ed and the time expression used yesterday is for past tense. My frontliner brother wears a face mask and face shield every day. And what is your answer, children? Correct! The verb tense used is present tense. Why? Because the verb use is in the S form and the time expression is every day.
will prepare his baggage later? What will be the answer for the sentence children? That's right. It is future tense. Why? Because of the word will is added before the verb and the time expression being used was later. All set for more activities? Get your pen and paper ready. Let's go! Identify the verb tense in each sentence. Draw a heart if it is in the present tense. Moon if it is in the past tense. And a star if it is in its future tense. Write your answer on your paper. My friends will plan for their get-together next week. My friends will plan for their get-together next week. The teacher explains things well in the discussion every day. Last week, we cooked bachoy for the street children. Last week, we cooked bachoy for the street children. I will give you 3 minutes to answer the activity. Are you done children? Let's check your work. Will you say your answer for number 1? Yes, the answer is a star because the verb used is in the future tense. How about number 2? That's right, it is a heart because the verb used is in the present tense. How about number 3? Correct, it is a moon because the verb used is in the past tense. Wow! You are all great for your answers are all correct. Now, let's sum up the lesson that we have just discussed by answering the following questions. What will happen to the verb if it's used in the present tense? That's right. It will either be in the S form or base form like bake or bakes. What will happen to the verb if it is used in the past tense? Very good. The or ed will be added to the base form if it's a regular verb. Like for example, the verb bake will become bake. What will happen to the verb if it is used in the future tense? Precisely, will or shall will be placed before the base form of the verb. Like for example, will bake. What clue can lead you to identify the verb tense used in the sentence? Very good! The time expression in the sentences will help in identifying the tense of the verb. For example, the principal talks about administrative concerns every day. The time expression every Friday is an example for the present tense. She baked cake last weekend. Last weekend is the time expression for past tense. Is that clear to you, children? I think so. So here's now the last activity you are going to do. Direction. Write at least two sentences for each tenses of verb. 
We will check your answer in the next episode. Good luck, kids! I feel great because it seems like everyone is having fun. So, good job, kids! I hope you learned a lot. Goodbye! See you again in the next learning session. Good day, young scientists. I am your teacher podcaster, Teacher Jeka of Lakambini Elementary School, who is very happy to welcome you all to our podcast learning session in Science 6. I hope that you are in your most comfortable seats while listening. How are you today? I am sure that you are all set for today's podcasting session. So, prepare yourselves. Get ready, listen attentively, and enjoy learning. In the previous lessons, you have learned about weather and climate. Now, let's recall what they are. Weather is the condition of the atmosphere at a particular place over a short period of time. It changes from hour to hour and from one day to another. It is influenced by several factors like temperature or the degree of hotness and coldness of the atmosphere, humidity or the moisture content of the atmosphere, and precipitation or the amount of rain falling over a specific area. On the other hand, climate refers to the average weather per pattern of a place over a long period of time, such as months and years. Weather and climate are different from season. Seasons such as summer, autumn, winter, and spring occur in some parts of the earth. In the Philippines, we only have two seasons, namely wet season and dry season. In this session, you will learn more about the Philippines' seasons. The seasons in the country are caused by its location on the equator and prevailing winds. Since the Philippines is located just right above the equator, it receives direct heat from the sun throughout the year. This is the reason why we experience relatively high temperature, high humidity, and abundantly rainfall year-round. The sun's heat also speeds the evaporation process in surrounding water bodies. This results to infrequent to frequent rainfall all throughout the country. The northeast monsoon and southeast monsoon also contribute to the seasons in the Philippines. These prevailing winds blow consistently in specific direction and period over particular areas in the country. The first season is wet or rainy season. This takes place from June to November. This is characterized by frequent rainfall which may bring flood 
to the lowlands. Typhoons often hit the country during these seasons. Since the southwest monsoon or hanging habagat brings warm and moist air, rains become heavier and typhoons get stronger during the wet season. Hanging habagat blows from the southeast portion of the country and causes rains in the western portion of the country. The wet season affects the activities of people. Farmers plant their crops during the season because the abundance of rainwater makes their crops grow quickly. People prefer to serve and eat warm food as well as wear thick and long-sleeved clothes. During the wet season, people do most of their activities indoors when going outdoors. They usually bring umbrellas and raincoats. The next season is the dry season which takes place during the months of December to May. This is characterized by less and infrequent rainfall as well as dusty soil. During this season, some of the crops die due to insufficient supply of water. The dry season is influenced by the northeast monsoon or hanging amihan that brings cool and dry air. Hanging amihan blows from the northeast portion of the country and causes slight to moderate rainfall in the eastern portion of the country. To help you describe or tell the two seasons in the Philippines, may we have an exercises to do. You have to tell the season being described in the statement. If the statement calls for wet season, you say hap-hap. But if it describes dry season, you say hooray. Is that clear, children? Now, let's begin. Many people go to the beaches to cool themselves. What is your answer to this statement? Correct! It is referring to dry season. You have to say, Hooray! Will you say it again? Hooray! Ailments such as influenza, cold, cough, and asthma are getting worsened and triggered. What do you think is the right answer? That's right! It calls for wet season. Come on, let's say, hep hep! Come again? Very good! Classes suspended due to heavy rains. Let's see if you got the correct answer for this statement. If your answer is wet season, then you got it right. So everybody says, hep hep. Say it one more time. Hep hep. Very good. Vendors sell halo-halo, ice candy, and fruit shakes to people who wants to refresh and relieve their bodies from heat. Can you guess the correct answer for this? Wow! Amazing! 
Yes, it is referring to dry season. You must say, Hooray! Wow! Your perfect scores shows that you really understood the lesson. This time, let us recall again the two seasons in the Philippines. What are they again? Very good! The two seasons in the Philippines are the dry season and the wet season. Will you describe them one by one? That's right! The wet or rainy season is characterized by frequent rainfall which may bring floods to the lowlands. Typhoons often hit the country during this, this season. Southwest monsoon or hanging ahabagat brings warm and moist air. Rains become heavier and typhoon gets stronger while dry season is characterized by less and infrequent rainfall as well as dusty soil. The dry season is influenced by the northeast monsoon or hanging amihan. Blows from the northeast portion of the country causes slight to moderate rainfall in the eastern portion of the country. Do these seasons affect the lives of people? Yes, it, it has a great effect on health, livelihood, as well as their activities. There are common ailments during the wet season like colds, cough, influenza, and even asthma. During season, dry season, people are susceptible to heat stroke and dehydration. This time, let's have an activity again. Read each question carefully and choose the letter of the correct answer. Write your answer on a sheet of paper. How do people dress up during summer? A. People wear boots. B. People wear coats and jackets. C. People use warmers and sweatshirts. V. People wear light and bright colored shirts. How do people dress up during summer? A. People wear boots. B. People wear coats and jackets. C. People use warmers and sweatshirts. D. People wear light and bright colored shirts. This activity cannot be done during rainy seasons. This activity cannot be done during rainy season. A. Flying kites. B. Watching television. C. Reading books. D. Aerobatic or aerobic dancing. Which season is the most appropriate time for farmers to prepare their land for planting rice? Which season is the most appropriate time for farmers to prepare their land for planting rice? A. Cold season B. Dry season C. Wet season D. Warm season A. Cold season B. Dry season 
सी वेट सीसॉन वी वार्म सीसॉन मई सलूट टू ऑल ऑफ यू चिल्ड्रेन फॉर दैट एक्सलेंट परफॉर्मेंस दिस हैज बीन योर टीचर पोडकास्टर टीचर जेका लिविंग दिस मैसेज The purpose of education is to replace an empty mind with an open one. I hope you will be with me again in the next episode. Thank you and God bless. Bye everyone. Have a great days ahead.